The following episode is brought to you by Whipster. Whipster team accounts aren't just a place to manage review and approvals. They're project management, archiving, and internal communication tool as well. Learn how your video team can work better together at whipster.com. You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, planet Earth? This is Brandon. And this is Alex. And we're filmmakers. And we're also drinking bourbon. Yes, we are. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, let's see. What we'll... is this? Mmm. Smells tasty. Hmm? <sighs> oh, nice. What is that? Nice. Well, as you know, we're uh, in the middle of a double feature yeah. with Wyoming Whiskey. Yep. Wyoming Whiskey, and this is their small batch bourbon whiskey we're drinking today. Last week, we had the single barrel. Single barrel. Yeah. Uh, great flavor, really, really good. Uh, we had a great story on the bottle last week mm-hmm. and talked about angels, and tears I described it as it tasted like the tears of angels, uh, but it was actually really good. Um, we're not bourbon officials, aficionados, but guess what? What? I've got a bourbon aficionado on the phone. Do you? He's actually from Wyoming Whiskey. Ooh, we got an expert. Yeah. All right. So uh, let me see if I can get him on the call. I don't know if they have uh, phones in Wyoming, so we might have to... We'll do like a cattle call or something. So let's see what happens. <laughs> Dial them in. Yeah. Uh, you there, Sam? Hey guys. Hey. Hey, what's up? You got uh, you guys got phones out there? Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> on the day. Where where are you, where are you actually on Earth right now? Um, I'm actually on I-25 on to Denver. Oh, okay. Nice. Fly out service. Yeah. So you're <laughs> heading to Denver. All right, cool. Wow. Now you guys yeah. are Wyoming whiskey, right? Now what do you do for for the bourbon uh, the bourbon brand the distillery? Um, so I'm the head distiller at Wyoming Whiskey. Um, I've been doing it for about two years now. I took over from Steve Nally after he left. Um, I guess two years ago, about January. Wow. Nice. So how does one become the master distiller? That's like, uh, h- how many years of apprenticing do you have to do? Do you have to get a license? Talk about that. Oh, man. Master distiller is a title that gets thrown around a lot these days, but um, a lot of the old master distillers have done it for 30, 40, 50, even 60 years. So I'll uh, I'll reserve that for a few decades at least. <laughs> Earn the title, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Excellent. Yeah, there's not really any formal training. Um, it's just I think it's more when other people recognize you as master distiller. That's sort of when it counts, I think. Gotcha, right. gotcha. How did you get into distilling? Like, what made you want to craft bourbon? I didn't even really have any interest in doing bourbon. Um my parents actually started the distillery in uh, late 2007, and I was kind of running around the country doing different jobs, odd jobs, after I finished school, and Steve left, and then it kind of sounded like we needed help, and so I kind of came back to help the family business, and that's when I really started to fall in love with it, and it, it became really, I guess, my career path. Mm. That's cool, man. So, so I didn't realize it was a a family business. That's a pretty cool part of the story. So, mm-hmm. did, is this something? Yeah. Did your dad? Did grandpa? Who started? You know, brewing this stuff up. 
Well, I don't think any of us made it, at least in recent history, but we did drink it. I mean, <laughs> I think bourbon was just about all my family drank, bourbon and beer. And so uh, when my when my parents were starting to look at something like this, bourbon was just sort of the obvious choice. We we It really wasn't even an option to make any sort of clear spirit like a gin or a vodka. We just went went straight with bourbon. Nice. Well, what what makes your bourbon different? So we've had all sorts of different types on the show, the cinnamony, the caramelly, you know, what makes Wyoming whiskey, right. specifically the small batch and the single barrel, what makes that different? So the really fun part about this for me is uh, we're in a climate that's completely different than Kentucky. And so while we do use pretty traditional Kentucky methods, we have a kind of traditional weeded mash bill. Um, we're aging our barrels in a climate that's completely different from Kentucky. Uh, we're at 4,200 feet above sea level. Uh, we see 135 degrees in the warehouses in the winter and then five or 10 below in the, or excuse me, vice versa in the summer and five to 10 below in the winter. And so that climate and the weather those barrels experience lend to a sort of different flavor profile than you would find in Kentucky. Yeah, no, and it's a good flavor profile. I think it's the thing that I really like about it is, you know, it's it's smooth. Um, it's really it it's a nice pour. It goes down easy. It's something you can really just mm-hmm. you know chill and uh, it it seems like it can suit well in all seasons. It's it's not you know. Yeah, you know, there's some some bourbons out there. It's like you have to be in the middle of Christmas, yeah, sitting by the intense. fireplace because it's right. you know, just the way it, the profile. But this one seems like a, a keeper year round. Yeah, and that was that was kind of the goal when we were coming up with a flavor profile is something that could be an everyday drinker and be at a price point that can be an everyday drinker too. Our single barrel, our barrel strength, and then some of our future releases, that's where you're going to get into the more complex flavor profiles and stuff that the aficionados are really going to like. That's mm. that's great. Now, have you guys competed at all? Have you gotten any? I know the, I think the the single barrel maybe had, had an award recently or in the past couple of years. Do you guys always enter yeah, into those sort of contests? or? Um, we did for the first... Uh, two or three years, I guess. Um, I've, I think we've kind of withdrawn from them. I've always thought it would be a great deal to start a competition because basically you get uh, a huge income of a bunch of different bourbons, a bunch of different whiskeys, and you charge everyone three or $400 until you have an amazing bar at the end of the day, you make a bunch of money and then you give someone some tokens of appreciation. Mm-hmm. It's a good business, I think. Really to me, it's, you have to decide what you like and uh, a metal doesn't tell you what to like. I don't think. So that's, that's kind of why we started to come away from those and really more focus on magazines, uh, respected people in the industry instead of competition yeah i i like your attitude man i think you got a cool vibe that kind of fits i feel like i feel like uh the wyoming vibe of kind of like you know live off the land do do whatever the hell you want you know i got my guns and my my cattle and my bourbon and if you don't like it then leave yeah (laughs) maybe that's stereo maybe i'm stereotyping you absolutely are (laughs) <laughs> it's 
so easy just to go down the rabbit hole and uh, kind of get snobby about things. And yeah. That's something I've never really liked and try to avoid. Nice. Yeah, well, you guys definitely got a great product. I love the packaging. Very classy uh, on the logo. Just good, good, solid like sort of brand um, that really shows well and, yeah. and looks great on the shelf. And I think any of our listeners who are looking to explore new bourbon, they should definitely make this your next choice and, and try it out. Um, I think it's, it's great. Uh, you guys have done a great job mm-hmm. with that. Now, one of the things we, we want to know, and aside from the bourbon side of things, what do you watch on TV or, or movies while you're drinking your bourbon? What what are the what are you into over here? We like to say, what are you watching? Oh, I gotta say, um, one of the big ones is Game of Thrones. Yeah, All right. I started reading the <laughs> I started reading the books in high school, and then uh, it takes so long to write the books. I actually had no idea where I was, and then the <laughs> show came on. I started watching the show again, and then I remembered where I was, and then I could finally pick up the books. In, so, the show has actually surpassed a, the books now, right? Yeah, which is pretty cool. Huh. Um, I think people are a little bit upset because they think there'll be spoilers, but I think they're kind of looking at it like it'll take two different storylines from here on out. Mm. But either way, it's it's entertaining. That's nice. cool, man. That's awesome. So, what about any? You seen any recent movies that you're that you're like, hey, that was a great flick? Or do you do you get out much to the movies, or do you rent at home? A lot, a lot of rentals. The movie theater's not too big where we are. Um, <laughs> I think the last one I saw was 13 Hours, which I thought was all right. Yeah, the one on um, the uh, Benghazi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, happily surprised it didn't... Michael Bay. Some of those... Yeah. Some of those movies can get real political, and that didn't, which I yeah. liked. Nice. Um, really liked Mad Max. There we go. Trying to think. Brandon's got an interesting yeah. <laughs> idea on Mad Max. Yeah, I I don't get it. Yeah, I, yeah, I just don't get it. I think <laughs> I think it's hokey. It lacks story, and I literally turned it off in the first ten minutes. See, I loved it. I thought it was <laughs> perfect. Why you like it for though. what it yeah. needed to be? Yeah, just action packed road movie. Yeah, I don't know, man. Right. I don't know. That's huh. just me. Yeah, it's kind of dystopian. I don't yeah. know. I liked it. Interesting. That's well, cool. there's there's two other questions that we typically ask, and I think we can almost bundle them up, especially sure. on the bourbon. It's what are you working on, and what are you excited about? And I know you mentioned future releases for Wild yeah, Whiskey. Yeah, what's what's coming down the pipe? Yeah. You got any exclusive news for us? Yeah, so the we've actually got quite a few things coming out that I'm pretty excited about. Um, we'll we'll be releasing our rye. Probably oh. the first or second week of September, and that it's got kind of a funny story. Steve Nally worked at Maker's Mark. They made a weeded bourbon, and so we really had to twist his arm to make a rye product. And when he did, the uh, mash bill was just shy on the numbers, and we can't actually call it rye, so we have to come up with some other name. Mm. But long story short, uh, it's, it's some of my favorite products in our warehouses. It's phenomenal stuff. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And then we're also doing a sherry-finished bourbon, and that'll be released around the same time. And the uh, simulated blend we did at that was also pretty dang good. So <laughs> nice. those are two things that will take up a lot of my summer, but I'm really looking forward to it because I want to see, I want to show people what we've been making, especially the rye. You know, rye is really hard to find. 
because it's a little bit of a pain to make. And so there's not very many distilleries making their own, and I think we're one of the few. And it yeah. turned out so great, I couldn't really be more excited about it. Yeah, and the rye, the rye seems to be really taking off in the market as well. I know... Um it's there's i hear a lot more people talking about the rye stuff um, love it, yeah. and i just read yeah. uh, the question i have I, I read an article recently and it was challenging people it was the article was challenging can you even taste the difference between bourbon and rye mm-hmm. can you yeah i think it does depend on what you're comparing it to because a lot of the rye uh, whiskey obviously has rye in it, but a lot of the bourbon has rye in it too. So if it's a if it's kind of a high rye mash bill, you may not be able to tell the difference. And it depends mm. on what you're comparing it to. Too some whiskeys are a little bit spicier, and it comes across a little bit like a rye. Yeah. Uh, but between our two blends, you can absolutely tell the difference. Gotcha. Very nice. That's wonderful. Cool. So that's coming out in September. You said right? Yep. Right. Yeah, probably mid-September. Cool. Look out for that. Now, now we were fortunate enough that you guys sent us the double feature of, of your single. So we got the single barrel and the small mm-hmm. batch. What? Where Can anybody get this stuff? Is it available across the country? Are you guys only distributed in a certain region? Talk to the listeners. We got listeners all over. So uh, people are listening. They're like, oh. I want to go buy this tonight. Can they? Or is there a certain way they got to go? Talk about the availability. Uh, small batch is available across most of the United States. I think we're in 38 states right now. Um, so that's that's something that we're distributing nationwide. So kind of look look for it in a liquor store near you. Um, the single barrel is more of an allocated release. We generally release that in the fall. And so that's when you'll want to keep an eye out for that. But that generally goes nationally, too. So. Okay, great. Very so, cool. So you heard it there. If you are wanting to, uh, you've been listening to, uh, today, tonight, whenever the show comes out and you guys download it and listen, if you're wanting this stuff, just head out to your, you're probably going to have the best shot at a place that, you know, here in, in town in Cincinnati, we got a place called Party Town or Party Source, and store, yeah. they're a, like a huge warehouse that carries just tons of brands. That's probably like a mega store. That's probably, or if you're in Chicago, a Benny's, that sort of place. That's probably going to be. Yeah, that's going to be a great option. Uh, go there first because you know they're going to have a great selection. You might be harder the smaller you get, um, and but you know I think most places that carry great selections and products, you probably already know about those if you're uh, a bourbon drinker anyway. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so I highly recommend go check this stuff out, man. Sam, you've been great. Uh, tasty stuff. What's going on in Denver? Uh, just some sales stuff work. Mm, nice. All Always right. working. Yeah. Well, enjoy <laughs> yourself. Uh, don't work too hard and make sure, uh, you know, if you got some free time, take a time, go see a film, pour you some of your uh, your per- personal stash and enjoy the li- enjoy life, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, man. we appreciate it, man, and uh, keep up the great work, and we look forward to the uh, future releases. Awesome. Thanks, guys. It was fun. All right, man. Absolutely. Cheers. Safe Be travels. safe. Cheers. See ya. Man, what a guy! Great guy, yeah, great product, man. Really, See, you can tell the difference yeah. though, between this and the single. Oh yeah, you can tell week. the difference. Yeah. The uh, that's the phone. I don't know if we can edit that out. Oh, or that'll the, be cut out. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, the uh, yeah, this is really good stuff. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't hear this, uh, we just oh, got blasted by the dial tone. Thanks uh, so much, guys. Anyway, the, I like the fact that it's not too high proof. It's eighty-eight proof. 
Yeah. So it's doesn't burn as bad. It's got a nice it's a color. It's, yeah, yeah I, I'm a fan. So yeah, well, cool. Thanks for blowing us out in the uh, our headphones there, Bart, with the uh, <laughs> phone dinging. Dial tone. <laughs> Sorry. Bart's, Make sure that makes it into the edit. Bart's yeah. in the booth. <laughs> um, so what's up, dude? What's up, buddy? I feel like I haven't seen you in like a year. I know. Why? Why is that? Uh, we've been busy. We've been working. Dodging me. Well, we've been working. You've been mm. working really hard Dodging the past me. couple of days. I have. You're, you, I don't know, you can't really talk about it, but you've been shooting pro- oh, I can. products. I, it's, so I do. we do a project every year uh, for Grandin Road, who does seasonal decorations. Yeah. And we do their- Like skeletons. Yeah. Well, that's Halloween seasonal. Yeah. Correct. And they're like, I'm a skeleton. Actually, yeah. We just shot him yesterday. No. But yeah, so we do their Halloween decorations, their watch at work videos that they put on their site, and then their year-end video. It kind of tells a story, and you get to see all the products in action and in a creative way. So, so it's a lot of work. Yeah. A lot of this, setups. This year was all sets on stage at their personal uh, warehouse for Frontgate. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, lots of rigging to the ceiling, lots of overhead lighting, and it takes a lot of time, but it's fun. Could they have done it in a in a sound, like a, nor- a normal soundstage or that was already rigged? or No, they could have, but because of the time commitment they needed a lot of time to design and so all their stuff's already there yeah and it made sense just to do it there they have photo bays all throughout their warehouse um and they could spend you know weeks months uh decorating the sets so they're beautiful beautiful sets cool yeah we got a good crew uh we have uh laura linville uh it's fun we have had her on we worked with her before so she's on crew with us and a couple other people we're just getting it done nice yeah well, that's fun, man. So you seem a little tired. Oh, I'm very tired. Worn out. What, yeah. were, you, what were you shooting on? We were shooting on the Sony FS7. Man, you're you are, you're just switching it up, man. Every job, every job man. a different camera. Yeah, it's all for you know what it needs to be, and we wanted to shoot a uh, high frame rate 4K. Beautiful. So, and we didn't have a the budget's not massive, so Sony has a great offering in the FS7 that it can do up to 60p. At uh, Ultra HD resolution. They're all about the high frame rates. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'll be honest here. We're, we're not paid by anybody, so I can say this. I'm not a huge proponent, huge fan of, of Sony cameras. Uh, not, it, your, not your favorite. Not my favorite, but, you know, not bad. But I generally prefer Canon, Airy, you know, those, those realms, red. But then you're getting a call. We got a call. Uh... From our good friend Anthony. Let me just... Hey, Anthony, what's up? It's Brandon here on Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon live in Studio B. How you doing, buddy? What's up? Hey, I... uh, Well, yeah, we're recording right now, and I saw your... Well, actually, I didn't have my ringer turned off, so I... He was being very rude, Anthony. Yeah, so... But then I saw your face, and I was like, oh, this is great. So I thought we'd just check in with you. You doing all right out in L.A.? I'm doing all right, man. Nice, man. Well... Uh, <laughs> Excellent. Well, we'll catch up offline, but uh, I just wanted, you know, I thought maybe our listeners would miss your voice, you know? Yo, uh, Cody just got into that film festival. What? Yeah, yeah Cody right? made it into... That's what, awesome. Yeah. Was it Southern California? Yeah, so I was actually calling to talk to you about that, so we'll catch up on that later. Okay, cool, man. Well, hey, we, uh, we love you out there in L.A. with the rest of the listeners, and uh, you're going to be bringing us some guests, right? Absolutely. Awesome. Good. All right, you heard it straight here. Remote Anthony Reschneider out in L.A. 
is going to be uh, connecting with us on the show, bringing uh-huh. some talent from L.A. Um, this show just is expanding all over the place. So we, we're, we're glad to hear your voice, buddy. We'll, we'll check in later. All right. See you, man. See, yeah. see, look, this is a non-scripted show. We don't, anything can happen. Anyone can drop in. Anyone can call. Anyway, James Franco could walk in right now. In fact, that's <laughs> uh, but yeah, like you were saying, Cody, the yeah. mockumentary that we he hates that word. Yeah, by with, the, way. with but, the aliens. Yeah, the mockumentary we shot uh, got into the Southern California Independent yeah. Film Festival. I think is what's called. Yeah, so pretty cool. SoCal, nice, yeah. awesome. So they did actually sound images here. Did the post work on that? This is crazy. Yeah. So it's all connected. It's all happening. It's all connected. It's all happening. So yeah. Anyway, you, you shot this thing. The Sony, Sony got cameras. the job done. Yeah, because um, we need high frame rate, 4K. Was this uh, so, what kind of lighting we're using? Oh man, since all sound stages, uh, I wanted to do, and they wanted a kind of higher key look. Mm-hmm. They, you know, the, the uh, reference was like a high fashion piece, so they didn't want to go too dark and too dreary. So, and we had to be able to move around the set, and I couldn't put fixtures in a lot of places. Gotcha. Um, so the main source is a big top light ultra bounce. 12 by 12 ultra bounce attached to the ceiling with uh, Mighty's Mole Richardson nice. fixture, open face fixtures bouncing into it. Cool. So you get a nice soft top source and everything looks kind of happy. Beautiful. Add a few backlights and you're good to go. Sounds great. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Excellent. Well, I just uh, got out of the color suite today. Really? Yeah, I went over working with Brandon Kramer. <clears throat> cool. Um, and for the stuff for the University of Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting, man. He's got Sweet. a killer setup. Yeah, how's yeah, it's it going? Beautiful. It looks great. We yeah. we auditioned some looks, and uh, we're we're right where we need to be. Cool. Can't wait to see it. So that's been fun. And uh, the guys back at the shop over at Leap Frame are jamming on a bunch of animations. So we're doing nice. We got a lot of work we're kind of dealing with from that angle. Um, mm. But the uh, right now we're we're feeling a little bit of a boom. Busy, busy. I don't know what the listeners out there are doing, or you know, we'd love to hear from you guys. Holler at us at FDB Podcast on yeah. Twitter or Instagram, or join the Slack group. I was just about to say that. Go to FDBPodcast.com, Join the Slack group. There's like 33 members right now. Join Talk up all we'd, the time. We'd love to hear what you're doing, and I'd love to hear you know how you guys are feeling across the country. You know, is business picking up? Is it slowing down? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, different channels. We have cinematography channel. I might yeah. post some of this BTS and talk through it. One of the things, or post some BS too. Um, That's all I post. <laughs> That's all I talk. Uh, one BS. of the, one of the things I, I was chatting with Nate today, who moderates our Slack group. Yeah. Um, one of the things we are going to probably start doing is start hosting weekly meetups. So, so Slack is a tool, mm-hmm. but it's only a tool if people use it, and it's only a tool if people are on it. So you could have 100 people join Slack, but it's literally no different than 100 people not joining Slack if they're not using it. So That was deep. Yeah. I don't know if our listeners so, got uh, that, but so what, one if you don't use it, it don't work. One of the things we're going <laughs> to do to really encourage, because you know we know from production it's harder to – then you know my buddy Ryan is in a group with a bunch of motion designers. They have yeah. like 1,000 people in their group. Yeah. There's sharing code. There's always hundreds of people on that group. Uh-huh. But they all are always in front of their computers. With production guys, filmmakers, we're out shooting sometimes. Yeah. So what what I thought about, and, and I think this is what we're going to start doing, is we're going to designate maybe a day of the week, mm-hmm. try to find a day that we think works best, and say, hey, the, the FDB podcast Slack meetup is going to happen on this day at this time. 
that ensures that everybody knows to make it a priority. Now everybody's on there at once mm-hmm. having this, almost like if you did a meetup in person, yeah. you have a nice little half hour to an hour mingle session, and then off you go. But that's going to stimulate that conversation. So as we're growing the user base, um, we're going to grow conversations. So if you're not on there, go to fdbpodcast.com, click on the links for Slack, request an invite. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's invite only, so we are vetting. Um, if you're If you're not a filmmaker, we're not going to include you in the group. Um, sorry about that. Um, but, but that's helps, what it's for. It helps tailor it. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, that's kind of cool. Nice. So that's what you've been working on. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Cool. What about, uh, what are you excited about? Well, I'm excited about, um, I'm excited to get this crazy thing I bought on, uh, the crazy camera data stabilizer I bought on Kickstarter. The like thing that plugs into the port. Yes, and I think it's getting closer and closer to shipping. You bought one, yeah. Yeah, I bought one. I bought one for like I don't know. It was cheap. Is that the thing that analyzes the shake and movement? Yes. And then when you plug it into the yes. computer, it applies the same yes. cancellation effect. Yes. What's it called? I don't know. The thing. It's the Kickstarter thing. Data stabilizer. Kickstarter st- stabilizer thing. Gotcha. So I'm just excited to get it. Sweet. I was checking up on it the other day, and uh, and I think it's getting close to. Huh. They've they've landed on their product design and you know they're it's like in production I think wow so you have to let me know how that is I'll I know test it out I know see you later Steadicam see you later Movi yeah just kidding man you just rock around with a little box attached yeah I got camera. a box I got a yeah, box doing post yeah <laughs> so that's kind of fun what about you nice what am I excited about uh there's some higher end stuff that I'll never get my hands on that I'm excited about yeah like Panavision just released a new camera. Oh, yeah. The DXL, their digital XL cinema camera. Ooh. Yeah, it's got a, so it's a uh, partnership between Panavision, Red. I saw that. And LightIron. Yeah. I posted on the Slack group in, in the cinematography mm-hmm. section. Section. That's actually where I it saw it. Yeah. But so it's an 8K Red sensor, uh, the Dragon sensor, and then it's got Panavision body and a LightIron color science. Rental only. I'll never see the light. You know, I'll never see it. <laughs> but... It's cool to look at and ogle and be like, oh, what I could create if I had you, <laughs> you know? Nice. But that's what I'm excited about, even though I shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So. What have you, you been watching, man? Oh. Well, can we talk about what happened last night? You can. So you you were, you couldn't leave your home last night. Uh, you were recommended. Well, I was out, out first. But we wrapped our, here, let me just set it up for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> we wrapped our shoot. And you wrapped in the danger zone, right? No. We were in Westchester, oh, okay, and this happened in Deerfield Township. So 10 minutes apart. Uh, 20. 20 apart. Yeah. So we wrapped, went out to the bar to grab wrap drinks with uh, with my buddy, and I get a, a text a mm-hmm. couple hours. You know, we were there for an hour, half, two hours or so. Get a text from my wife uh, with a screenshot of her phone with an update. Uh, from the not- local news. From local news. Oh, uh, right. I can pull it up. It wasn't news. It was oh, like, like coded into the phone. Okay, so it was like a they public service the, announcement. Like emergency yeah. alert system. Emergency alert system. You get the alert. Said, emergency alert. Active investigation in progress in Deerfield Township. Land in area. Shelter in place. Well, and not only active investigation, there was an active shooter. Active shooter. An active yeah. shooter who was live in... A uh, quarter mile from my house. Right basically. by your neighborhood. Yeah. So my wife sends me that, and I'm sitting there. We're like, "What the?" And she was like, "Yeah, they're stopping people, uh, you know, just outside the area. Don't don't come home. You know, just wait, wait it out." And so we waited for you know another hour, and I was like, "No, I got I got to get home." 
So we went home, uh, you know, broke out the arsenal basically and <laughs> sat watch. <laughs> as stupid as that sounds, it's like so, nothing I was going to take lightly. Yeah. So there's yeah. an active shooter in Alex's neighborhood. But the yeah. last place he wanted to go was Alex's house. No. Because no Alex is fully armed with guns of all sorts. Not all sorts. I only have two. <laughs> Jesus. You're making me sound like so, a nut job. No, he's not a nut job. He no. just has a machine gun. So I that's like, fine. I enjoy my freedoms, yeah, Brandon. We all have machine guns. <laughs> it's totally fine. Yeah. Yep. Anyways. The right uh, to protect my family. That's right. Your land. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. Yeah, did you that guys, was kind of scary. Did you guys watch anything, or were you just watching the news to see um, what was developing? No, I got home, and it was pretty late, and Kristen got tired and went to bed. Yeah. I stayed down and played video games. and Protected uh, the household. Protected the household. Did Like a man should do. Did you hear choppers? All, dude, there were so many helicopters overhead. Yeah, every 10 minutes they'd Was that right, or was it more passes. of a... It was intense, and they were flying low. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. They, I'm not making laughing and lightly. So there was a lady that got shot, right? Two the, people. Two the, people got the shot. officer got shot. Officer and a civilian She's, got shot. They're both survived, right? They both survived. Dude gave himself up after like five, six, seven hours. They had a manhunt, uh, week chasing him through the neighborhoods. He eventually, I guess, tossed his AK in the lake and went back to his apartment and surrendered. He had an AK. Yeah, an AK-47. Yeah. They were. Uh, responding to a domestic uh, issue, and as soon as the cops pulled up, he opened fire <sighs> and shot an officer and a civilian, and then took off. Wow! Yeah, so that was kind of scary, but you know we're prepared. Yeah, my my wife knows how to handle a firearm. And we're good to go. We're good. We've got a we've got a procedure in place at our house. Really, a lock in place procedure. The kids are uh, kids are older now, and there's times when they're you know staying mm-hmm. staying at the house. And uh, we've got a procedure, man. If, so, if something happened, they know what to do. Everyone should have a plan. You should all have a plan. Yeah. Man, we, we, we became like a PSA today. This yes. is great. So, you should sit down with your family tonight yeah. over a tall have a glass plan. of bourbon. Have a plan. And develop a strategy. Have a plan. Uh, so I'm excited about, have you seen this trailer? I'm not really, this is kind of weird for me because I'm not yeah. much of a horror sci-fi guy, but have you seen this trailer for this new Netflix show? That's like no. feels a little bit like ET, but there's this like kid and there's a bright light. I haven't seen it. It's no, called like something's watching or something. Posted it. So another uh, DP buddy in town. You know what I'm talking about? Michael Potter. It feels very JJ Abrams. Yeah. Shout out to Michael Potter. Uh, he posted a link. You know, he's like, "Hey, I have a new favorite show I've never seen before, yeah. but I, I haven't had the chance to watch it yet." What's it called? Do you I don't know? know. I can. I'm gonna go so to his Facebook group and. Uh, it is called something watching somebody's watching stranger things there it is stranger things so check it out the trailer's cool yeah. um so yeah i'll have to check that out et huh i'll tell you one thing i'm super stoked about and the rest of the planet should be stoked about huh i tweeted out i created maybe the greatest playlist of all times my dad's calling in <laughs> dude let's get him on <laughs> we're gonna get alex's dad on the show he's a, he's a big listener Hey, Dad, you're on the podcast. I'm what? You're on Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, you're on the show. Oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So my dad (laughs) listens to the show all the time. Uh, What's going on? Well, I'm just 
kind of checking in to see uh, what, what what happened last night. I know uh, it was kind of some excitement over there. Yeah, we actually, Brandon and I just yeah. got done talking about that. Uh, we're all okay, and I will absolutely fill you in after the show. Okay, sounds good. That was my main purpose. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I will call you as soon as we're done. All right, see all right, Love you, bye. See you, pops. Love you, bye. That, that guy's great right there. Uh, you guys don't even know. Greatest Classic. man alive. Classic. Yep. So, man, what a great show. Yeah. Getting surprise visits. This is Collins. awesome. Anyway. Uh, I was getting ready to say something. What's what was up? it? You're uh, excited about. You said that you posted something the entire world oh my should be gosh, excited yes. about. Yes. If you do not follow me or Alex on Twitter as individuals, we're also on Twitter. I am at Brandon Ferris, B-R-A-N-D-O-N-F-A-R-I-S. Alex is? At Alex Elkins, D-O-P. So we we tend to post some other broader things than just the bourbon and filmmaking uh, from our personal accounts. To which one of the things, if you like hip-hop and you don't like superhero movies, you might want to follow me. Um, (laughs) One of the things I did recently I'm really excited about is I used uh, Who Sampled It, which is a website where you can type in – a rap group like Dr. Dre and any one of his tracks and who sampled it will tell you what tracks were sampled on that track. Mm. So I thought, you know what? I don't know that anybody has taken the time to find all of these tracks, the originals and put them into a playlist so that you could have all of the familiar grooves that you're used to from your favorite hip hop songs, but from the originals. Give us an example. An example would yeah. be um, Dr. Dre's The Chronic or Snoop Dogg's okay. uh, well, you know, know. What's so My Name. That's the hip-hop, but what did so, they sample within those tracks? Okay, so for instance, uh, if you go to my playlist, which you can find on Twitter, you can subscribe. I think you'll love it. It's called a Hip Hop Origins. Is this a Spotify playlist? This is a Spotify playlist, so you have to be on Spotify. Um, and so on there is just, I mean, the hits just all day long. Um, it's There's over... Uh, over eight hours and 37 minutes of music. Wow. And it includes, for instance... Um, it's like a third of a so, day. So from, uh, the, from the Jay-Z and Beyonce... Um, uh, whatever uh, album that was on. Um, so here's the original. The Shy Lights. C-H-I-Lights original soundtrack. From Chicago. So you can feel it already. The original have any, uh, copyright issues with this. Really? Uh oh. So uh-oh. yeah. So wow. Everything that you're familiar with, but it's the original track. So let's go into um, the Doors. So you know what this is? Not off the top of my head. That's from Renegade. Jay Z. Wow. His diss track to Nas. It's a Doors track. Yeah. So what you're saying is that all these huge artists are just stealing others' works. Well, well, that people have been doing that for years. So, so here's one. Uh, Lee Leon Hayward's "I Want to Do Something Freaky to You" is actually uh, what Dr. Dre used for the sample. Wow! Right? One, Re- two, three, into the fold. But the whole song is like, "I want to get freaky with you." <laughs> So anyway, what's fun about it is, you know, this playlist now exists. Get out there, have your party this weekend, and when you play it, it's all of the soul and the groove 
from the 70s that is just so beautiful, but with the familiarity of the most recent hip-hop and rap hits that everyone knows and loves. And so everybody's grooving and feeling it, but it's not with this, you know, it's still kind of like throwback. So it's cool. You're welcome, world. You're welcome. Wow. So I've, just, I've yeah, been. That's what I've been doing. Shepherding like, us into oh my a God. musical wonderland. I've been. I've been. I've been lost in yeah. just because I because I'll think because I love hip hop and I, I have a pretty well versed knowledge. Really, I couldn't. And tell. so I just think of, I think of you know groups, everything from you know Chub Rock to Eric B and Rakim, mm-hmm. EPMD, all the old schools, and then I'm like, oh, and then I go to who sampled, and then I'm like, oh, and then I chase that down, and then I find the original on the whatever, and then when I find it, I throw it into. Good lord! The playlist, so it's great. It sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, but, but it's paying off. You're right doing now. a huge service to the rest of to humanity. The, yeah, yeah, humanity can thank me As later. A whole. So yeah. many good tunes, man, yeah. and and some of the best are the you know the uh, the Temptations are in there. You got a uh, you got um, a lot of um, the uh, what you call it um, Otis Redding. Yeah. Lou Reed. Those are all. And then there's artists, some right? deep deep cuts too, man. Grant Green, a jazz player. Love Unlimited, don't even know who that is, right? <laughs> Isley Brothers are just always getting it. So nice. enjoy. Well, sweet. Enjoy. That's what I, But one of the best is the Delphonics. Yeah. And to tie this all back to filmmaking, another fan of the Delphonics is Mr. Quentin Tarantino. He is. Who was just in the news with a headline where they were asking for horrors. He was. He was uh, trying Did you to hire read this article? prostitutes to put in his movie, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's something Tarantino would do. We want this to be realistic, so I want actual sex workers in my movie. <laughs> we need whores. Yeah. Yeah. Is wow. that the word they used? I don't know. That's what they said. That's what the article said. Whore. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So well, that's about it, man. Interesting. It's, uh, it's been a great show. It's been a lot of fun. We learned yeah. a lot about the bourbons. Oh, yeah. We got a surprise great. visit from Pops. From Pops and Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. Anything else on on your plate? What's going? Anything else? Oh, uh, wanna... shooting a music video this weekend. That's fun. Sunday up in Columbus with our buddy Brad. Nice metal, Mr. Brad Gollowin. Not really metal. Um, rock, kind of harder rock. Nice. Kind of little, maybe some screamo in there. So metal. Not really metal. <laughs> no, it's uh, I guess alternative. The nuance of of metal variations. Yeah, it's, is, al- it's alternative. It's, it's like bourbon styling. It's like a fine bourbon. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there's like fifty one percent, you know, screamo in this one, <laughs> but this one only has like forty three, so you can't really call it screamo. It's nice. like his rye. Yeah, they can't call it a rye. Yeah, it's, of, you got to call it something else. Got to call it something else. Alternative. Nice. That's the catch all title. Gotcha. But yeah, it'll be fun. Colored backdrops, uh, soundstage. You know. We don't know what we're shooting on yet, but we'll find that out. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Awesome, man. Anyway. That's great. Cool. Going to be good. But yeah, business is booming, and uh, it's all about keeping that schedule and making sure you don't double book yourself. Yeah. Just stuff. That's great. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. uh, You guys, feel free to check things out at ftbpodcast.com, at ftbpodcast on Twitter and Uh Instagram. And join Slack. Join the Slack group and uh, be a part of the conversation. I do want to bring up one thing before we wrap up. What? I got to call out the elephant in the room. Where? I don't see it. We told people the last week's episode was going to be video. We did, didn't we? I, I'm going to air out some of our internal laundry on air. Do you want to tell them? I, here's what I'm going to say. What happened? Well, here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I, I, doing video might just, it might not, it might be too hard. Mm. It takes a lot of work. It does. I don't know. I'm. What do you think? Maybe we should just kill. Maybe we should realize that this is too. Unless there's a listener that is in Cincinnati that that's willing to come in come once a month, every session, come in once a yeah. month, 
film it, yep. and cut it, I don't know that we can do it. Because what happened on this one, we we had good intentions, yeah. But then projects kicked off like crazy, and it was you know there was it's no time. Nuts. And if we commit to doing it, you know, once a month, but we can't deliver because of variability in our schedules, you know, yeah. What kind of what kind of video podcast would that be? Yeah. So I don't know. We, I want to apologize for those of you who thought you were getting the video podcast. We may post last week's. I'm not sure. But again, it's already a week old. Let's know? let's just be honest here. This yeah. might not happen. And you don't really want to see us anyway. So, you know. anyways, yeah, just some, being honest some here. To discuss, but because let us the, know what you think. Because honestly, here's the thing. That. Here's the thing. The reason this podcast is able to happen, and let's just be real. Yeah. Because of sound images. Oh yeah. Uh, but we got guys like Bart who are in the booth. They immediately take this podcast, bounce it down, clean it up, and it's uploaded within minutes. Mm-hmm. And we you do it live, so we don't have to like edit. We don't have. We just come in and, and do the show. So we've got it pretty streamlined, and it's only possible because of Sound Images. Mm-hmm. Uh, SoundImages.com. Check those guys out. They do great work, and they can do great work for you as well. Yeah. But uh, that's the only reason this thing happens. Yeah, if it was like it. The first nine episodes where, you know, we had to we come an hour early to set up the thing. We would have quit. You know, get the baffling right to cancel out the road noise. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know that we'd still be doing it. Yeah. And I think that's 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 true for most good work in, in the entertainment field, production field, is you got to have the right partners. Agreed. So, let's, I'm going to, I'm gonna, that's my final comment is, if you're listening, get your life right. Get, <laughs> get the right partners. Yeah. Brandon's hip hop throwback playlist will help you do that. Yeah, check that out. Follow me on at Brandon Ferris on Twitter. You can find my hip hop playlist link there. Feel free to share it with the world because it will truly bless your weekend. Mm. Well, on that note, my friend, good yeah. times as always. And we would like to say that uh, everything you heard today uh, was uh, was just a little sampling, you know. So with thanks to all the artists and the original artists. If you're still alive, we appreciate the work that you did in the '70s and '60s. And uh, by no means uh, are we trying to abuse that. We're just giving people a little taste so they can go out and purchase your music. It's on Spotify. Yeah. They're getting paid. So that's it, man. All right. Well, good show. Good bourbon. Solid. I will uh, see you next week. Cheers. Cheers. This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.